Welcome back to Confidently Insecure, the podcast where we are absolutely sure that we don't know everything and my confidence. You've been asking and asking for a finance episode, and I just didn't want to give you any old little money episode. No, I asked the most powerful woman in investing in finance, Miss Sally Krawcheck, to come and be our guest this week. I am truly honored Aww. that you're here. You've Thank been on you. some of my favorite podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, Almost 30, Girl Boss with Sophia Amoruso, mm-hmm. Analyze This. You are kind of the mecca, the holy one when it comes to financial and, podcasting And I'm episodes. almost 30. I mean, not even <laughs> having know. hit my 30th birthday yet. Me How about too, girl. That? I know. I know. It's great to be young. Yes, <laughs> Sally, you are a titan in the finance world. Uh, you are not only the Wall Street boss and entrepreneur, but you're also the creator of Elevest, yeah. which is an investing app for women that help mm-hmm. close the gender investing gap, which... More on that in a little okay. bit. Uh, you were the chair of PAX Elevate Global Women's Leadership Fund. Mm-hmm. You also are an author, bestseller of Own It, The Power of Women at Work. Yeah. And you like ran a bunch of companies that I know companies. are very important. Merrill banking things. Lynch. Bank of America. No, I didn't run Bank of America. <laughs> <laughs> I ran Mer- Merrill Lynch. I was CFO of City. And wow. back when there was a Smith Barney. Which your dads will know about. <laughs> I, I ran. I know. Just so you guys have something to talk about at the Thanksgiving table. Yeah, I ran Smith go. Barney in the day. That you heard a Sally Krawcheck <laughs> episode. Now, are you in financing because your last name has the word check in it? No. Interesting question. No. <laughs> but you never know. There could have been a subconscious something. But Maybe. you know, one point when I used to make a lot of money, I don't anymore. Oh. Um, I it was called Sally Paycheck for a short period Ooh, of time, which was a, amazing. That's a great yeah, nickname. It was amazing. Um, Sally, I want to start off this episode by telling you that I'm terrified. Mm. Uh, money scares the absolute crap out of me. I have business managers and financial planners that I pay Mm -hmm. to take the stress out of my hands. I actually, we had very similar upbringings. Uh, I'm also from the South. Oh, where I went are you to, from? I, Florida. I was raised, but I went to Auburn yeah, University. Is that really the South, Florida? It's like a different kind of it's South, like really. But Auburn is very, you know, did very you Southern. sorority? I did not hoop sorority. Skirt sort of thing. But I know all those women. Yeah. The pearls at football games. There we go. It wasn't so my scene. Important. I'm no. weird. <laughs> I'm just shocked. I'm I, shocked. I also moved to New York City yeah. right out of college, yep. but we took a a different turn. Mm-hmm. You went down the Wall Street, and I dropped yeah. out of three colleges and decided oh. to learn nothing about math. Oh, okay. So uh, I just want to let you know that I am patient zero when it comes to millennial women learning about money. And I am investing. here to help because Great. that fear of money is you just have to throw it away. Mm. It's because we as women get socialized. That, you know, where, where our brothers are, you know, hearing about, oh, you should be CEO and make a lot of money and invest and go and risk and top of the jungle gym. Even today in our country, little girls budget coupon clips, mm. save mommy, you know, has the budget with the grocery bill. Be careful. Mm. Don't fall out of the jungle gym. You might get your dress dirty. Yeah, you might and get your knees scraped up. I know. And, you know, would you believe that today boys get higher grades in math for the same answers as girls? How does that mathematically you would think <laughs> You would think there's like one answer, but I guess when we're busy proving our work, maybe Ooh. something, you know, when they take away a few points. Absolutely. So we receive these messages from childhood mm. that 
you know, nobody says it in these these words, but essentially money is for males. Right. And, you know, birthday party planning is for females. Ooh, and grocery shopping yeah, and, and taking care of the kids. I, I did not grow up with a mom like that. Mm-hmm. I grew up with a mom who was the breadwinner of the mm-hmm. household. You know, kids came third or fourth on her list. She was <laughs> career first, career second, career third. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I guess my first question was for you, should I be even admitting or telling people that I'm this – uh, undereducated about I money? I think it's a good first step. You know, okay. we can't Admitting solve the problem, the problem <laughs> until we recognize the problem. Sure. And, you know, beginning to talk about money. Again, we sit here today. We women prefer to talk about anything, mm-hmm. literally anything instead of money. Certainly sex. Mm. Certainly. Oh, my favorite. Oh, hello. All day. I, well, <laughs> talk, well, no, I'm not going to make a joke. I'm holding back from the joke. Good but even our, even our own death, we prefer to mm. talk about, to envision our own death rather than for us to sit here and say, you know, how much money do you make from right. this podcast? Oh, right? What enough, do you, well, of course. Of course. <laughs> but that's sort of the point. Mm. If we aren't talking about it, then how do we know what raise to ask for? How do we know what freelance rates mm. to ask for? Um, and we don't. And then right. we go in and we did a survey at Elevest, you know, just over a year ago um, where we said, you know, you wear the gender pay gap. Yes. Do, do you have a gender pay gap? Uh, yeah, I don't think so. Hmm. There is one. But if we're not talking about it, right. then we don't even know it's there for us in order to close it. So we first got to talk about so it. So I think it's safe to say, mm-hmm. hi, my name is Kelsey Dara and I'm bad with money. Yeah, thanks, I know. Thanks for meeting here with me. <laughs> um, I know. But see, it's still an attractive female characteristic mm, to be bad it? with money. Oh, because I, then I can let the man yeah. handle or all the Or maybe let's household. put it another way. Maybe, you know, if we were to say I'm good with money, you know. And then like, I'm mm, also a yeah, bitch. Show and, off. Yeah, You're showing tyrant. off. What do you mean you make a lot mm. of money? That's the other thing, there's no amount of money we make we feel good about. No. Oh, God. It's never ending. It's never. It's too much. And my friends are really struggling. Mm -hmm. And I don't just got to just got to raise, but I'm not going to tell them about it. Can't celebrate. You know, or, you know, I'm not making enough and I have too much student loan debt Mm -hmm. and I feel guilty about that because I'm not paying it off. So whatever amount of money we make, we have guilt over it. Absolutely. Even I did. Even I did. I was on this. Even me. I mean, my whole friggin' career on Wall Street. You did with Sally Paycheck. Hello. (laughs) And I was on a a different podcast. Mm -hmm. It was the Sex, Money, and Lies or Sex, Mm -hmm. Lies, and Money. Mm -hmm. And they started to talk about how much money I made. Right in front of you. Oh, my gosh. And asking me questions about it. And I'm telling you, you know, I started to sweat and I could (laughs) literally feel the dribble go down my bra and down my side. And then I was like, we we just have to stop. I I can't do this. Right. So do you tell people about your finances? No. (laughs) (laughs) No, I haven't fixed this issue. That would be unladylike. (laughs) And then you might not like me. So why would if because I've been socialized that I want to be liked. Right. Well, let's let's start at the beginning. I'd like to kind of go over the Sally story first. I'm so tired. You, fine. Fine. You, why, why would you get into this? I mean, wh- first I'd like to ask, what's your sign? Okay, Sagittarius. That makes... Oh, my God. It's on my short birthday then. I know. I, Wait, no. That, this is supposed to be a celebratory <sighs> thing. Yay. I know. It's actually on Thanksgiving this year. Oh, is it? I know. Like, could there be a better day of the year? It's my birthday, my mom's birthday, Thanksgiving. Oh, One gosh. day. It's so amazing. So you can kind of cover it. It's I'm all just, done it's in the, one day. And the whole year is down. Everyone's already going to be together. It's going to be amazing. All right. Great. Well, that yeah. makes a lot of sense okay. because Sages are people who... Uh, like to have that balance. Mm-hmm. They're outgoing, but they're also mm. um, a little analytical, which I That's wrote me. down about you. That's I, me. I wrote that you are are both sides. Do you consider yourself to be a left 
brain or a right brain? I don't know because, and, and that's why I think I had success relatively early in mm. my career because I, you know, my first real job the one meaning the first job I liked was an equity research analyst. I know I've just put all I'm your like, listeners to say sleep. Like what? Golly <laughs> Moses! But you analyze stocks and you mm-hmm. build earnings models around them. You write it up. You engage with smart people and you say, "I think this stock is going to go up or I think it's going to go mm. down." And the reason I think I was successful and the reason I loved it is because I could do both sides. I could build a kick-ass earnings model. In fact. One time I was on a flight from London to New York and built my Morgan Stanley earnings model. And the person beside me was just like, that was a thing of beauty to watch. And <laughs> that I was, was like, art. it was, yes, wow. thank you. But I could also write, mm. which most people couldn't. Right. And so, and I'm also sort of an introvert, extrovert. I'm totally an good. I'm totally good here. And I will be exhausted later this yeah. afternoon. No, I, that's a, they mm. coined that term ambivert, yeah. I think like 2017, it became an actual yep, personality because me. so many people can identify mm-hmm. with that. So why the hell would you get into such a male dominated space? You talk yeah. about it on another podcast in the 80s. It was kind of like a different oh beast. Did, was that challenge something that, I don't know, turned you on? Is that like yeah. a kink? Like you want to be the, yeah, it's a good, it's the a, boss in the room or what the heck? Well, it depends on how much we want to psychoanalyze here because <laughs> I was bullied at mm. school. I went to an all-girls middle school in Charleston, South Carolina. Oh, about wow. the toughest. Right. Wow. That's Charleston, South volumes. Carolina, all-girls yeah. school. Wow. And so, you know, you know, I never thought I would get out of Charleston. When I went to college, I went to UNC. I honest to goodness thought I was going north. Like, here I go. Here's a winter coat. I'm going north. (laughs) And then it was just, now I'm going to go. Yeah. And I've gotten out of my comfort zone. Mm. And the thing to do then was go to New York and go to Wall Street. Like today, it's sort of go to Silicon Valley. And so that combined with the fact I wanted to make money because we didn't have much of it when I was Mm. growing up. Mm. So I sort of saw it as a sport. You know, here I go, can I do this? Mm. Now, do you think we're going forward or backward Mm. in terms of the uh, workspace? You know, we've got the Me Too movement. We've got the Rise Above. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you think we're making any progress, or are we just as bad as we were? Corporate (laughs) America is sort of bumping along. Mm. Wall Street, the investing industry... You know, for years after the financial crisis, right. actually was going backwards, Ooh. which is insane <laughs> when you consider there's a time there weren't that many women to start with, there yeah. weren't that many people of color to start with. Mm-hmm. Everybody intuitively knows that the fact that it was all so homogenous mm-hmm. led to the financial crisis in right. part that homogenous groups overtrust each other. Mm-hmm. There's even research that the rise and fall of testosterone. When it rises, it leads to too much risk-taking. Oh, There's whoa. a ton of research. It brought to the economy to its knees. And then an industry that went into the downturn, white, male, and middle-aged, came out whiter, maler, and middle-aged. Because people are hired. And the high-profile yeah. women were pretty much fired. Oh. As which, I was. Yeah. Were, let's well, talk about, about that. It. Oh, let's talk about good, it. I had, good, good. You know. Wouldn't want to get out of here without talking about getting fired. <laughs> Thank some God your trauma. you're bringing it up. Yeah. Listen, you're a part there. And I'm a part there. my first husband had an affair with a friend of mine. Mind, but okay, I'm fine. fine. <laughs> Sally, this is a safe so, space. My cat got run lab. over. Not recently. That's something I can't handle. I know it's terrible. Cats, you've no, crossed the I line. Know. I actually had a, to a. I actually had a nightmare last night that I couldn't find her. But okay. Oh wow! That's no me. dreams do mean a lot. You, I know. Should, you should watch out for her. I, I found her. Yes, I found her. Okay. Well then, all's well then okay. as well. Uh, I did want to bring up that the uh, you've been profiled for two really huge moments in your career. Yeah. One that Fortune dubbed you yeah. the last honest 
analyst. Amazing. And then also that you were fired for yeah. being too honest. Of a person. Do you want to tell the listeners what the hell is oh, that conundrum about? Two, I mean, two defining moments mm. of my life. Um, yeah. The last honest analyst came after I almost got fired mm. the first time. The first. Um, I was running the research department at a company called Sanford Bernstein. At the time, and this is the late 90s, early 2000s, um, all of the Wall Street firms were conflicted. They, mm. Their analysts would say, hey, buy this stock low, sell it high to individual investors and institutional mm. investors. But yet we're advising the companies who were issuing the stocks who you'd say, okay, mm. you know, you want to sell high, but you want to buy low. So who am I working for? Ooh, who are you working um, for? Well, as it turned out, the companies, the yeah. big corporate America. And I'm at Sanford, little Sanford Bernstein. I said, this is conflicted. No, mm. let's stop advising companies. Let's operate in the one business. Well, it was so unpopular. Mm. People were quitting over it. Wow. We were being told we were going to go out of business. I was about to lose my job. And then the internet bubble of 2000 burst. And, you know, some Elliot Spitzer, who was the New York Attorney General, mm-hmm. started mm-hmm. to investigate and said, mm-hmm. wait a minute. You guys are recommending a stock here, but you have emails that say it's a POS. Mm. And so our business, the one I was running, went vertical. Wow. And Fortune magazine did a big article. Are there any honest people left on Wall Street? And I was the last honest analyst. And it was wild. You know, the picture on the cover of Fortune was bigger than my literal face. <laughs> do you do you have it somewhere? I oh what do you mean? It? <laughs> what do you mean? Like how many how many your tens of copies But there was a point I would never forget walking through actually it turned out it was the airport in my hometown and there oh. it was and oh, I saw it. I was stunned <laughs> and so I put it up against my face and I'm like, no, it's actually big that picture is oh, actually bigger <sighs> than my literal Phase. And so you're writing a high here at this oh, moment. This, amazing. There's, you know, you've done the, Did right, the right thing. thing. Mm, rewarded for it. And I had a question down here. Mm. Did you think, do you think being a woman has yes. anything to do with no. your anti-corruption brand or are you just a decent person? Well, I think those things can go together. And there's, forget about my opinion, there's mm. research that says women are more relationship oriented. Mm-hmm more long-term focused, Mm. more Mm risk-aware. And so I think, you know, those things, you know, come in all kinds of people, but come a little bit more Mm. in a woman person. Woman person. A woman person. And you are a mother. I am. two children and two stepchildren. Uh, And two cats. Two cats. Mm -hmm. What are their names? (laughs) I'd be, like, dragged if I don't ask. Oh, thank you. Meekum and Nukem. Oh, I have Leo and Larry. Oh, well, me, just, it, they were the names of my grandfather's cats oh, in the wow. 19-teens. Wow. I know. Okay, keeping the legacy alive. I'm trying, I'm trying. So let's talk about after this high-ity, high-high, yeah. hitting a low-ity, low-low of being <sighs> too honest and I know. being- Too client-focused. Uh, too, too good of a person in such an industry that already doesn't want you to succeed. Mm-hmm. And how do you handle this very public firing? Okay, so fast forward- to, to where you know we just leave the we leave the scene of the <laughs> issue um, in 2002. I get a call from the CEO of the largest bank in the world at the time, um, City, <laughs> and said, you know, we have this issue with these conflicts of interest. Come here and solve it for us. So I did, and had a nice career there over the next handful of years. Fast forward to the next bubble burst which is the subprime right. crisis, the financial crisis mm-hmm. of 07, 08. I'm running mm-hmm. Smith Barney and mm-hmm. the City Private Bank. 
And one of my folks comes in one day and says, Houston, we have a problem. We have two and a half billion dollars, which is a lot. That's of, a lot of money. Well, it was actually a two trillion dollar <laughs> client base. So it was in a way a small part right, right, right. of a humongous business. Sure. <laughs> and he said, we sold these products. We thought they were low risk. We, you know, these package different alternatives, lever. We sold them. We thought they were low risk. That They aren't. Mm. They we're supposed to go down eight cents in a bad market. They went down a hundred. We have a problem. And mm. I looked through and I said, you know what? I know what we typically do on Wall Street, which is we would fight it and go to court and, and be the bad guys. And, mm-hmm. I said, you know what? We were wrong. Let's just so I just went to my new CEO, who as it turned out I didn't really have a good relationship with, mm. and said, Why don't we just play the game differently? Let's partially reimburse the clients. Oh wow. You know, just we're gonna lose money anyway. Which we is might as well of. like unheard of. Well, we went, but he was like, no, and yes, and I, you know, did a new analysis, and, and you know what I should have known? I was in trouble hmm. when, well, I could have known this, but the guy he used to send to, who was his sort of number two, mm-hmm. um, would scream at me and oh. tell me to sit down and shut up. Oh, yeah. Later, turns out he's one of the guys who was frequenting that massage parlor <gasps> in in Florida, oh, the strip mall. Where I'm not surprised at I, all. I'm not either, but you know, at the time, I didn't know... I didn't know that I, the playing field was so tilted that I was dealing right. with such misogyny. Right. So anyway, we go back and forth. The, bur- the board of the company is like, come debate this here. Went to the board. And, you know, I knew regardless of what happened, I was going to get fired. I mean, you wow. don't take your CEO Going on. And we got, the com- we got folks partially reimbursed. And a few months later, I turn around and I see CNBC and I'm like, oh, look, there's a woman oh, who's going to get fired know. today. Mm. Poor thing. No, oh, it's, it's me. And oh. are, how are you feeling? And they, mean, by the way, they were telling at the time the people who they were sending on their way, the senior executives, they were giving millions and millions of, of dollars to I mean tens of millions of dollars and, and they said um don't let the door hit you in the ass on and the way out. for you it they, was they said here's zero peace we don't care about your legacy right. bye right so I'm sure there was many tears and drinks had but was that sort of the fire under your ass that made you want to leave that corporate dirty world and become an entrepreneur oh no no no, no. I was so so into it, I ran Merrill Lynch for a period oh, of time. Oh, a masochist yeah, I know. we love. <laughs> and I got and it was brought in to turn around that business wow. after Bank of America bought in the downturn. Mm-hmm. We got it turned around, and then they essentially said, "Well, we're gonna have." We're gonna have I think the guy was sixty three years old. What you know, a guy who's never run one of these before. Sure. We think is a better. Better choice. Oh, of, of like, course. Thank I'm, you. I'm sure some women listening can identify oh, with that. Oh, uh, now this that, guy, we're going to give we, him a chance. I know. Now that we put you out on the glass cliff and had you uh, turning around when everyone was running out the mm-hmm. door, now that it's stable. Mm-hmm. By the way, again, we're not going to pay you because it was a handshake that they were going to wow. pay me. But we're not going. We're not going to give you a bonus. Level. Seriously, but we're going to let this guy I've worked with and for a lot of years he's going to run it instead, and that's. That, 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 ladies and gentlemen, said, and non-binary okay. folk, is okay. the That is what I said. I'm out of here. In fact, there's someone else. I got another call, and they're like, hey, we have a business that needs to be turned around. Do you want to come do oh, it? Oh, the fixer. They I'm need like, you to fix another problem. Oh, no, 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 no. So good. You decided I'm out of 5000 and is this I'm out when- what? 
Audi 5000. Audi. Oh, like, oh, got uh, it. That was a, I said I'm out 85,000. Oh, no. Like, no, 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 no. That's a, um, mm. a, a Will I Am reference, right? Audi oh, yeah. 5000. I misheard you. Of course I know that. Okay, good, I'm good, so good, good, good. We're on the same page. And with it. Uh, so <laughs> is that what started Elevest? Well, Elevest was, was a little bit of time after it when, when I actually went into a bit of an introspective period mm. where okay, what do I want to do? In fact, I still, speaking of dreams, I still have sort of nightmares mm. where in my dreams, just, no, this is a different one. This is sort <laughs> of, I don't have a job. Uh, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. I, I, you know, should I go back and be a research analyst? Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't know. Mm. But, you know, it all came down to one day when I was actually literally putting on mascara and I thought, wait a second, you know, this, women just don't invest as much as men do. And people had said to me, start an investing firm for women. And I'd said that, you know, (laughs) we don't need our own thing, you jerk. Yeah, I'm a feminist. We're fine. We're, you know, like, hello, what do you think? We need some dumbed-down junior financial education, you know, ridiculous thing. And then it hit me. It didn't matter whether I thought we needed our own thing. The Mm -hmm. fact that we aren't investing as much as men do is costing us life-changing amounts of money. Life-changing. How much are we talking? Well, for your listeners, certainly hundreds of thousands for some more than a million. Put another way, you know, it's leave my job money, leave the relationship that doesn't work money, get your fucking hand off my leg money. Wow. And we all know, and therefore, it cost us our power. Right. So we talked earlier about, gee, I'm not good with money. Mm -hmm. I don't think they did this, but if the guys had gotten together 100 years ago, and said, how do we keep women from having full equality? How do we make it so that if we're Charlie Rose, we get to walk around with mm. our junk hanging out of oh, our robe and they Jesus. women have to stay there, Ugh. right? Oh, I know what we'll do. We'll have the, we'll have the women have less money mm. than we do. Because then you have no power. Like That's exactly right. And so it's not a coincidence that women don't invest as much as men do. It's not a coincidence there are not as many women on Wall Street or there are not as many women in venture capital. Mm-hmm. That money is a male construct in our society. And now, is that what we're talking about when you speak of the gender investing That's gap? right. That's right. What is that? Well, it's, exactly what it's the said. fact that women today, for, put aside the gender pay gap or the debt mm-hmm. gap or any of those things which are hellacious, mm-hmm. but just the percent of our money that we invest. Mm-hmm. Women today leave 71 cents out of every dollar of their money in cash. Mm. earns about nothing. Mm. Men invest the majority of their money. Do they now? Yes, they do. Um, which typically, you know, equities have earned since the 1920s a 9.5% annual return, up and down and good years and tough years. Mm-hmm. But that's, a, you know, 9.5% versus close to nothing, nothing is a huge difference. Right. And a diversified investment portfolio has earned about 6 Wow. And so it doesn't cost you. You know, if you don't invest a day, mm-hmm. you wait a week, that's not going to cost you much. But over years and decades mm-hmm. – the compounding effect of it is so much that it can average to a cost of $100 a day. What? I know. Girl. <laughs> I know. I know. And the, the other thing we've been socialized as, you know, we're, we're not risk averse per se, though we're told that. We're no. risk aware. Sure. And so we tend to remember the tough That's times. That is and so, well, you know, I'd love to invest in the markets, mm-hmm. but this Trump guy Ugh. tweets a lot. What if Oof. the market goes down, mm. or he just got a let, or and I remember the crash of the 07, mm-hmm. 08. That was very tough. Totally. Here's the truth. If you had historically, again, since the 1920s, on any given day invested in the market, 
stock market and stayed in it for 15 years. Mm -hmm. So the day before the crash of 29, the day after, the day before the crash of 87, whatever, um, your chances of a positive return over that 15 years is 99%. Yeah, I know. So we're not, I don't think we're paying enough attention. I mean, we certainly this isn't something we learn in school, which no, that's a whole, it's a whole tragedy. I went to mm-hmm. public school in yep. Florida, so mm-hmm. I'll leave it at that. But I noticed also that LFS started in 2016. Yes. Now another big yeah. thing happened in 2016. Was that a good thing for your business? Yeah. Were women now all of a sudden it's saying, a great question. "Burn the bras"? I'm investing, or did they still not really know? A little bit. A little bit. So we actually officially launched. We'd been in beta, but we officially launched the day before the election because we were going to have a female president. We love a marketing queen. I had on my pantsuit. We all wore pantsuits. We took the pictures. We went, you know, and then the next day there were tears. Mm. And so while, you know, I I don't know if Elevest would be bigger and Mm. would have grown faster if Mm -hmm. we had a different president, what I do know is there was an awakening, sure. particularly amongst younger women. So with my generation, mm-hmm. you know, when we were in our 20s, I'm not a feminist. I'm not a God, you know, come on, <laughs> mom. <laughs> mom, you're a feminist, and I'm nothing like you. Sure. And by the way, there's so many women at work. This is pipeline. We're yeah, on our way. Mm-hmm. We're moving. It's just a matter of it's got to take place. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happened historically. Historically, in our 30s, we went into a fugue state of mm-hmm. the job and the kids and mm-hmm. the dog and mm-hmm. the cat and the, hu- the second kid. Mm-hmm. And the second cat. And then, <laughs> right. And then you come out shooting out the other side at mid-40s, and you're like, oh, my God. Right. Where the F are all the other women? March! And the women in their 20s are typically like, you old hag. We're marching yeah, like out of the womb now. Well, that's right. And so, you know, this point of activation mm-hmm. is, you know, for your listeners, they they get that it's not a an even playing field. Right. They get that it's not just a matter. Sure. You know, and but the best career advice I could give anyone. Listen up. Okay. So, Talk yeah. <laughs> work hard. You know, take risks. The real best advice is invest. Invest. Invest because if you're making those returns over time that have historically been available, you can have that swagger at work. You can sure. leave that job. Sure. Right? You can have that confidence. Sure. So this is coming from, again, one of the most important women in finance that the best advice she can give you is to invest. Now, and let me yes, add something. Yes, yes, please. And in Elevest, it takes, if you're speedy, 10 minutes. You're I, a little okay. slower, 15. I did it. Yes. I love the the uh, yep. interface. Yep. I think it's it didn't dumb anything down, yep. and the vocabulary isn't trite. Like, it's very... Yep. It's not cutesy. No, yep. and that obviously was important to you. Yep. You mentioned that. But I also want you to tell us a little bit about the team behind Elevest. Oh, Because was you. diversity and inclusion important to you? Oh, yeah. Were you still living in that pipeline yep. world where you're like, I have no space for other women because I can barely no. have space for myself? Okay, so before we get there, one thing. Thank you for your nice comments. Mm, mm -hmm. One comment I don't want to forget to make, if Mm. if someone invests with Elevest or not, I don't know why they'd invest with anyone else, but still. (laughs) um, The 15 minutes, you know, is enough to, if you stay in the markets over time, it can be as big, closing your gender investing gap can be as big as closing your gender pay gap. And for a gender pay gap, you got to be good at your job. Mm. Like every day, you have to talk to your boss. No room you for know. scandals. You have to play the, you know, you have yep. to play the game. Yep. This is something you can actually do. This you is a so true, power. true lean in, yes. right? You can make this choice mm-hmm. yourself. Now, the team, I am so proud of mm. the team. Um, and to your point, 
you know, diversity is our secret weapon. Mm. So there's so much research about how diverse teams are more successful teams. Right. It's true, by the way, your investing team. Mm -hmm. It's also true building a business. Sure. And yet, you know, Wall Street in investing, which are supposed to be these meritocracies, still are pale, stale, and male. <laughs> so we are trying to live our values from st stern to stem, sure. whatever, from top to you bottom. You said it. I believe it. So our investors, the people who have funded the company, uh, Melinda Gates. Ah, oh, love her. Love her. Penny Pritzker, the former Secretary of Absolutely. Commerce, PSP Capital. Valerie Jarrett. Venus Williams, oh, Melody Hobson, all all the all rays, a number of the mm -hmm. all rays venture capitalists mm -hmm. who are the female venture capitalists who are bringing more women into the business. So we've so this got is a pussy power team. I mean, forward. it's Elaine Wynn wow. from Wynn Resorts, who's you know that's such money, a, money. That's oh, Vegas money, honey. It is. <laughs> it's an amazing group. Yes. So we're you know women and our allies. Mm -hmm. And then our, our employees, we are, depending on which group it is, anywhere from 55% of our engineering team are women, which is unheard yes, of. Yes, go female coders. To, you know, 75% of the leadership team are women. That's so where majority it matters. Women. Yep. Middle management. We are 40, 48% wow. people of color. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Um, and we way over-index on the LGBTQIA That's um, employees. So it is... It's every, you know, if when you come visit us, <laughs> you will, uh, and you will, um, you know, I can't, I always have to say, look, this looks like no other firm, mm -hmm. Wall Street, mm -hmm. investing fintech firm you've mm. ever seen. Now, right? I want to talk a little bit more about once some, once our confidants go visit Elevest. Mm -hmm. I did, you know, the Mad Libs mm -hmm. where it asks about your gender and where you live and your mm -hmm. zip code. And it takes all of that information about who you are in your life and gives you just Bits out in a matter of seconds. Technology, huh? An investing plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I went, how the hell did they know that that's how much money I was going to need? You know, my goal, yeah. it's very goal-oriented, yeah. this investing that's plan, right. it was to put a down payment on a house. You oh. know, honey, I'm turning 30 next year. I got a partner. We're looking at houses. And it came that moment where I had to hit the deposit button, and I freaked. Yeah. I said, I, I know this company, I trust this company, I've done my research on this company, but that digital connection mm -hmm. versus, you know, my my financial planner who is yeah. a, a white man mm -hmm. in Florida who calls me, mm -hmm. it freaked me out for okay. a second. And so he had a question. I called him yesterday and told him I was interviewing yeah. you. He about to shit his pants. And he wanted me to personally ask you, yes. what does that mean for people like him that millennials are starting to trust these digital investing well, platforms? how old is he? In his 60s. Okay. Well, look, I mean, you know, the the industry is aging. Mm -hmm. um, I was talking to the head of one of these wealth management businesses. You know, think about the Merrill Lynch's, mm -hmm. the Morgan Stanley's. Um, and it wasn't one of these, but one of them has more financial advisors over the age of 80 than under oh. the age of 30. Then come on. <laughs> and so Get that's awesome. Soul. That is awesome. Sure. But, you know, yeah. women are not turning to them. Mm -hmm. And it's even worse than that. In the year after their husband's death, women leave their joint financial advisor at a rate of 80 to 90 percent. Whoa. It's, so, the, so the industry has done a very <laughs> good job of serving men. Yes. Think about CNBC, right? Mm -hmm. It's sports. It's mm -hmm. money as a sport. Mm -hmm. Think about the bull. It's mm -hmm. like, stay away, women. Oh. We are as masculine God. as we can possibly right. be with our anatomically correct <laughs> But very enhanced bull. Yeah, very enhanced. Very, like, come on. <laughs> and, then, and then, by the way, traditional Wall – this is crazy, right? Traditional Wall Street's answer to the bull is a little girl. 
Right. And right? people are freaking out. And and sure, she she's adorable. I love her. But isn't that interesting that the male construct is a bull with huge balls <laughs> and the female construct is a prepubescent child. With her braids and her She's dress brave. She's very she's, fearless. Yes. And then, of yes. course, the company that put it out there got sued for gender pay there discrimination. you go. Full circle. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we can't get anything. We just can't have nice things. So actually, as a side note, mm. McCann, who was the firm who who came up with the concept of a girl, mm-hmm. came to me first <gasps> and said Sally? only, oh yeah, said, Sally, only LFS can do this. And I said, well, I don't have X million dollars to do it. And the original concept was not a girl. It was, wait for it. Oh God, I'm so scared. A cow. Ah! A cow! What? <laughs> a cow! I a swear cow? to God, on my hell? grandmother's grave, we sat process. in my office and I argued with them, you cannot represent <laughs> women as a cow. And they there argued back. So many. So much wrong. wrong with that. Wow. Okay. Wow. So th- I wow. guess thank you for making little girl. I don't know who I'm supposed to be thanking after all of that mess of a, a controversy anyway. But that's hysterical. Well, I'm glad we've we got the we've got yeah. what we've got, which is the little girl, yeah. even though the company that put it out there did get it. Well, so look, so. little girls love it. Yeah. Little girls Some go down to the New York Stock yes. Exchange and sure. stand next to it and put their yes. hands on their hips and that's amazing. Sure. Um I mean the company that did it is now suing the the female sculptor. But, oh, yeah. Okay, you okay. know, let's put all that controversy behind it. Back to this. We got to get back to the issue that you froze. We need to get back to that. You right. should have called us. We've I, got a client service desk yes, yes. of fantastic, mm-hmm. fantastic individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, There's help. So it really is like you have the human connection there despite – I mean, I do want everything online. I do yes, want of course to do. just be able to check myself and feel like I have control and feel that it's secure. But you guys do have that person. Oh, yeah. person. That's not going to make you feel dumb. That's no. not going to make you feel like what you don't know anything. You don't know how what your net worth is. Is that even important? You're, mm-hmm. you're not going to have people um, infantilizing no. the experience. No, and we, it's all backed by state-of-the-art technology. Mm-hmm. And so – you know, one of the biggest things that was missing from the industry is, you know, gender. Mm-hmm. Are mm-hmm. you a male? Are you a female? Mm-hmm. Are you non-binary? Mm-hmm. The, those are the different answers mm-hmm. as to how long you'll live. And it's fine. If you're, if you're a man and you're putting together a retirement plan, and you're going to die sooner. So the, <laughs> Statistically. The pl- you are. Yeah. Like 80% of women die single. We live six to eight years longer than Go men. Us. So if the industry, you know how the medical industry, they, they do all the research around male heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Fantastic, unless you're a woman <clears throat> who instead of having crushing chest pain has sort of indigestion, mm-hmm. a little bit of discomfort. So with the investing industry, mm. if, you are, if you have people in your planning die on average, mm. then the men die with money. And the women die broke. And no one's going to like Jeffrey Epstein you and try and make you give away all your wealth before you die. What do Ugh. most men do with their money before they die? Are they leaving it to, 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 to women? Well, they, you know, they'll leave it to their spouse. But here's the other thing that in this is new research um, that in when the woman outsources money management to her partner, um, when that money comes back to her, as it does, 74 percent of the time she has a negative surprise. So about the most dangerous thing you can do is allow your partner to be in control of the money. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I was just talking to someone earlier about this. I have numerous friends. I Mm -hmm. I have one friend who tragically 
you know, totally outsourced the money to her husband. Mm. And when she began, hey, what's going on? We got this notice. This bill mm. seems to be late. What is it? He committed suicide. Oh. And they had nothing. Ah, oh, that's an extreme case. Didn't know. She, she was an investment know. banker, <gasps> and gave that up when she got married to raise the kids Whoa. and become a teacher. Wow! Wow! That that is it's a, the most the tragic story. Of a negative surprise. And and so for most of them, it's what do you mean you didn't fund the five twenty nine plans for the kids? What do you mean we have you took out a second mortgage? Because what right. happens in our society, whereas we're oh I'm bad with money, mm-hmm, that's very mm-hmm, female. Mm-hmm. He's got to be stoic Mm -hmm. and strong. And Mm -hmm. he goes to a cocktail party and his friends are like, well, on Kramer tonight, you know, I'm shorting Facebook and I made $100 million (laughs) on Bitcoin. Uh. Right. And so they're over, you know, nobody Mm -hmm. outperforms the stock market. Okay, it's the markets are too efficient. And but, you know, every man, you know, in a toxic masculine environment, sure. all the men are like, yeah. So not should, every man, not, by the way. Not just all some, men, but not m- most some of you. Of them. Uh, so I'm glad you brought up Bitcoin. Uh, I did want to ask a little bit about like what investing means because for me, I did something dumb where I let my boyfriend put some of my money in cryptocurrency. And what happened? Uh, I haven't looked at it, and I know yeah. that it's negative. Well, look, or it's positive. It's you might you know it's call Elaine when one of our investors mm-hmm. in LFS and just go to Vegas. That's what it is. There's no fundamental <laughs> well, underpinning. If you're buying a stock, you are buying, you know, a a sliver of a company. You're buying a sliver of the company's earnings. When you're buying Bitcoin, what are you buying? I, nothing. Fucking nothing. Zeros and ones. Nothing. <laughs> so then, what about this other thing that I hear? You know, I told you my mother is career, career, career. Mm-hmm. She always told me never let a man mm-hmm. make more than you. Always be the breadwinner. You know, very uh, deep yep. instilled fears about money and. and feminism in my house but uh she owns a real estate company mm-hmm. now is real estate really the best investment a girl can have no it's not <laughs> but it is a home and swift, i no. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know look we talked earlier equities yeah. have historically gone up nine and a half percent on average annually real estate three percent mm. okay um in different parts of the country different amounts that doesn't sound terrible but it's a liquid mm. meaning that you can't sell it Sometimes, right? right? When the market, right. you know, equities, you might not like the price you get, sure. but you can go to the New York Stock Exchange opens five days a week and you trade it and like, oh, darn it, I bought there it at 20, go. it's at 17, or I bought it at 20, it's at 30. Right. Your house, Ooh. you know, which you typically take leverage out on, right? Mm-hmm. You take out a mortgage. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the swings can be greater because of that leverage, but you can get stuck in it. And so if I were to bring you that kind of investment on a standalone basis, you'd say, you know what, Sally, I'd prefer to be in equities. Yeah. But it's a home. Sure. Right? That's, your That's safe the thing. Space and comfort, frankly, yeah. it's been the way historically mm-hmm. that most American families who've built wealth have built wealth. This mm-hmm. is part of why we have the racial mm-hmm. um, wealth oh, gap yeah. because white families were able to buy real estate right. and black families were not. Mm-hmm. And that wealth compounds over time. Right, right. Right. And so you build wealth on wealth. And so that's part of the reason for this huge wealth disparity in this country, this tragic wealth disparity. Take that, mom. Mm. Stop touting that. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> you know, you buy. No, sure, but if you said yeah. which one, yeah. you, yeah. So, okay. So then yeah. let's talk about what our listeners, what our confidants are going to see when they go on Elevest. Yes. What sort of plan? Is it all stocks and bonds? No, and yeah. what does that mean? What are we going to see? What are we exactly investing in besides ourselves? 
Well, oh gosh. <laughs> That's my favorite phrase. We're like, invest in yourself or something. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Does that mean go buy the $20 burger that I surely can't afford because it's my self care? Well, but you can buy the latte. I mean, what drives oh. us nuts at Elevest is the don't buy the latte. Oh, yeah. You know, Classic. invest the money and become a million. You're like, no, You're that never happens. A millionaire by investing There's nobody <laughs> quit patronizing yeah. us. And why is it never don't buy the craft beer? It's always yeah. the huh? coded language to women, it's right? So it's don't buy the face, you know, don't, don't have the facial, the shoes, the shoes. Yeah. you know, not the... Then how am I supposed to get a job in the male-dominated workforce? And by the way, how shoes. am I supposed to, like, live? Yeah. Okay? Bless. Like, seriously. Bless. Seriously. So, when you come to Elevest, mm-hmm. um, you know, you can choose one of any number of goals. Our most popular goal is build wealth, which mm-hmm. is I don't quite know, you know, maybe I want a house in five years. I'm not completely mm-hmm. sure. Maybe I want to have a baby. Maybe I want to start a business. But the most popular is build wealth. And you go through, we collect information from you, as you noted, gender, because that mm-hmm. can really matter in and terms of- And you have of, a non-binary we do. selection, we do. which, what? Ama- what an amazing thing. And also, what does that mean for non-binary folk? Where do they fall? Like, what statistics? It's a great question. Them? Well, we we tend to put them um, t- towards the, the female end great. because that's more conservative, oh, right? So we'd rather yeah. assume that you earn less. Mm-hmm. You know, and we'd rather assume that you die later. Mm-hmm. And I guess good news if you die earlier. <laughs> Great. Congratulations. You died with money. Um, and there are no all equity investment portfolios on our site. They're diversified portfolios. So you're not totally risk, you know, equities being riskier and having a higher return mm-hmm. historically, otherwise known as stocks, mm-hmm. you know, that we don't just buy the riskiest thing. We really, the the um, algorithm very thoughtfully, mm. I guess if an algorithm could think, but the inputs <laughs> on <well> it. <laughs> um, or if you want to buy a house in three years, you'll have a less risky portfolio. Mm-hmm. You'll have more bonds, which is a form of debt, mm. which tends to appreciate less over time, but have less volatility. You'll have less equity, which tends to appreciate more, but has more volatility. Mm-hmm. And what's really great about it, and this is what your financial you know, advisor or planner in their brain can't do, is we, we um, can put together a customized portfolio just for you. Wow. So your yeah. home portfolio mm-hmm. will be different from my home portfolio. Mm-hmm will be different from your have a baby or retirement mm-hmm. portfolio. So we can go to a very granular level to customize it. What we're not trying to do is beat the market. Sure. Which Nobody can. That's they, important. You just it's said that. It's <laughs> shocking to me that we still have so many, so much ink and so much mm. airtime filled with picking individual stocks. It just doesn't work. Mm. It doesn't work. In fact, active managers, those who try to do that, the percent of those who consistently outperform the market on a five-year basis is 0.1%. The girl, and so, dropping hot truth. <laughs> unbelievable, right? And so there's all the, it sounds very sexy. You know, we believe oh, that with interest rates that the oh, I would love bond a, a young yeah. woman to quote that to, to one of her. <laughs> but we, what ends up happening is they, they spend so much time mm. trying to do it. You pay, you can pay high trading fees, mm. you know, and it just, it just, puts you back by the amount of fees. So this is a little bit of deep breath, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Let's keep the cost low. Let's not try to do something that's almost impossible to do. And in doing that, we can, you know, for those passive managers, they've been Mm -hmm. able to outperform the market typically. Right. Or outperform the other investors. So is this, going back to Mm Elevest and Confidant signing up Mm -hmm. there, is this 
a a platform that um what do you yeah. need I, I have a code for them i forgot oh no i have but, it oh you got oh, it i'm gonna tell it at the end don't okay. you worry there we go because uh, you've like, got it i'm like give me She's my like phone so that i can tell them the gift that no, we are guys, giving to them sally is giving all of us money, money which stay tuned as we wrap up here uh is this a, a platform where someone like me who's bad with money yeah. can go deposit something into investing and then never look at it again? Or is this something Please. that I'm going to wake up in the middle Please. of the night in a hot sweat over? Thank you for the question. <laughs> so first of all, there are a couple things you should do. You should go, you should deposit money, and then you should have some percent out of every paycheck invested. Mm-hmm. Um, 1%, 20%, 5%, whatever it is. Why do you do that? It's a smart way to invest. Mm-hmm. Um, one, you take, you pay yourself first, you take mm-hmm. it off the top, you forget it's even there. But two, because the equity markets, you know, tend to have been upward trending over time, but with volatility, when you put make it a habit, you can be buying low. You can mm. be buying high. You don't have to think about that decision right, making. Right. And so it accrues to your benefit over time. Um, the most successful ones are, you know, investors are those who just just set it aside, right? Set it and forget and it. And we try to help at LFS because one of the things we do is we show you whether you're on or off track. This is mm. not something your financial planner really no. can't do. Well, I hear from in fact, once a year. <laughs> I, had the be- I had the best, as you might imagine, since I ran the place, right? the best advisor at Merrill. And when the market was down, I was like, are we okay? And he'd say, yes. And I'm uh, like, don't ask, I don't don't tell. feel better. <laughs> and so we actually show you, you put this much money in here, make this recurring deposit, you will you know, 70% of the time or better Mm. have this amount of money at the end, Mm. right? This is how it'll grow. And then we'll show you every step along the way. If you're in a certain tolerance, Mm. you're on track. Great. And if you're not, we will tell you how to get back on track. That's great. And so last year in December, you probably won't remember this. I'll never forget it. Mm. The market was very volatile. Didn't know. And I did. (laughs) I did. And our competitors their sites were crashing, and they were having people pull money out. In fact, there was record mutual fund and ETF, that's a kind of investment, Uh outflows of folks who just panicked. We barely moved. Wow. And the reason, and we had record net inflows, and people stay, our folks, our L raiser stayed put. And we believe it's one, because women don't freak out as much. But two, it's also because we were able to show them, you're okay. Mm. We built bad markets into your mm. forecast. You can still get the house in three years. Wow. You're still good. You can still retire at the age of 65. So we built a product that not only is the only one that's gender aware. Wow. And very sophisticated, but also says you're you're on track or you're not. And if you're not, here's what you need to do. And you know that answered my question about why Elevest over Robinhood, which is hilariously named after a man, uh, Acorns, yeah. those kind of sites. But it sounds like you just answered it here. So I guess well, my and we all yeah. help people. What's great about them and about us is that we all help people, you know, who are beginning investing too mm-hmm. sophisticated. And so mm-hmm. for us, we have no minimum. We Which also, is big. But also, very importantly for your listeners, we have no cap. <laughs> <laughs> very important. Very important. And no minimum means, and this was You can invest my, as my, little, right. little as a, you know, you can open an account with nothing. Right. You can invest as little as a dollar. But what we also have way. women who have multiple millions of dollars yeah. with us. Wow. And so we, and they love it, you know, because they know that the profitability from their business helps to support 
women who are beginning to, and our allies, who mm-hmm. are beginning to invest, where well, we lose money mm-hmm. off of the smaller accounts. But it was super important to mm-hmm. us and to me mm-hmm. that because investing had been so unapproachable for so many women for so long, and certainly for Caucasian women, mm-hmm. But particularly for women of color, of course. that we became as approachable and accessible sure. as possible. So that's a beautiful segue into uh, our offer from Sally that she is giving our confidants fifty dollars to start investing with when you sign up for LFS. That is fifty free dollars. It's totally to play with, free to totally just <laughs> learn and get your toes wet, dip in. Because my last question to you, Sally, is well, what? There's a code they have to type oh, in. Oh yes. Yeah. Co- uh, confidently insecure. Okay. Elevest.com slash okay. confidently insecure. And that's good to the end of the year. It'll be linked in the description below. Okay. Make sure you click or on it. Or on the app. You can type it in when it yes. says gift code. It's good, all, good. Yeah, okay. okay. You got to remember that. Part. Of course. Yeah. Uh, is yeah. is it ever too late? And can someone who lives paycheck to paycheck use that Yes. Well, yesterday was the best time to start, but mm. you know, today is is the other time to mm. start. And you know, I, we do hear from women all the time who said, you know, I'm, I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 50s, I'm in my 60s. It's never too late. Right. You know, and you are where you are. And just because you didn't, you regret not doing things in the past doesn't mean you give up now. Right. And there's, an, there's still an opportunity. Yeah. What was the next part of the question? <laughs> Can someone who's living paycheck to paycheck oh, use elements? Well, it, I, I'd say that my advice to them would, would be that that depends. You know, we you want to get that high interest rate debt paid down first. If you've got a bunch of credit card debt mm-hmm. outstanding, mm-hmm. then, to, you know, take the, take the $50 and invest and begin to play with it and see what happens and mm-hmm. how you feel mm-hmm. about it. But with your money, you want to start paying down that credit card debt because that yeah. sucks away at your wealth. You yeah. want to have an emergency fund. You want to sure. have you know, a month, two months, three months of take-home pay mm. if something goes south on you because something's always Girl, going wrong. You can keep your student loan debt outstanding. Oh. That that tends to be low enough interest rate that it's okay to pay that minimum that you need to keep Great. that on time. Um, but, you know, even if you're, oh, I'm a freelancer, mm-hmm. I, you know, my, my money comes yeah. in different times, then set a percent of it. Mm-hmm. You know, say I'm going to invest 3% of it or 10% of it or whatever that is. And that's just the rule. That's just what happens. So this is something that, that our listeners can can learn and get that advice if they just simply go to Elevest and call your customer service. That's right. Or, well, or ladies, text us or text email. Us. Yeah, they or, got texting. Or just do it. You guys, <laughs> ladies and gents and non-binary folks, Sally Krawcheck, thank you so thank much you. for coming and making time for our confidants. And don't forget to use that confidently insecure code to get 50 free dollars. What are we doing? It's free. Let's go. Sally, <laughs> uh, anything else you need to plug? LFS.com, I'm yeah, assuming, is your, your go-to. Look, it's it's my whole thing. Yeah. Um, we are, you know, we are certainly a business, uh, but we're also really trying to change lives here. And, you know, I've had this amazing career with all kinds of ups and downs, but what's really important to me at this stage is to, you know, get out there and make sure that this is this Me Too moment we've had is the last Me Too moment we're ever going to have. What an amazing quote to end on. Sally, thanks so much. Thank you.